listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One day. I was trying to be myself the same day this thug say you gotta come hard nigga times is hard i'm trying hard to make it it ain't hard for me to tell it's hard for me to fake it plus it's hard to be me and it's hard to stop drinking i guess it's hard for you hard niggas to start thinking pussy mc's stinking so i can't get hard some mc some become mc's because it's hard to get a job hard for you to trust people you don't trust in god even harder to be the guys we created to be this western way of life ain't native to me put one nigga in pulp fiction that related to me i hate it that we the only race they call our nigg- women hoes niggas be too hard to say ho at the show i rose like a florist to bring flavors like a tar to bring flavor like a taurus might not be the murderous verse but i stay hard to the chorus hey welcome to the black guy with us podcast with your host rod and karen and we are back on a monday of martin luther king jr monday mm-hmm. all black people should have a day off on martin luther king jr monday in america there you go that's all i'm running for office president oprah make it so i know it's so my black ass had to go to work mm-hmm. too many of us have worked in this country for far too long for far too little and we should all get one collective black day off and i don't know why we can't honor this the post office get the day off come on you know the federal government get the day off but locally a lot of states a lot of people don't get the day off and i think all black people should get it off i don't even think it should be a question how many white people want to be considered black then well you know my great great grandmama <laughs> but few slaves you know on my aunt's side uh had a great cousin i'm that, half a percent black mm-hmm. you know i owned several black people and uh i would like to count them uh but yeah we should all get the day off okay also uh we recorded last night but it didn't take um but we recorded a proud mary sport movie review yeah i got to do it again i got tired we was gonna do it again and my body was like it was already late and all this stuff but the point being we did see it we do plan on reviewing it we do and most importantly um if you didn't see it you are the problem with the black race that's not true i am more pro black than you i'm more of a black feminist than you coons Mm-mm. i support black women i put my money where my mouth is the rest of y'all might as well be voting republican because y'all don't support our sisters how many of y'all gonna see black panther but you wouldn't see proud mary you got a problem with a proud black woman that don't need no man that's independent out here taking these bodies hmm if you go see it black panther but you ain't see proud mary you might as well vote for trump you the reason trump is in office right now that's not a true statement and i and i i saw the movie karen saw the movie i don't know why you're trying to deflect from this but the rest of these coons that didn't see it you know when a black woman needs some money where y'all at hmm i just want to know she done done so much for free for us okay she done been on empire for us you know uh she done been on um hustle and flow for us i mean she sacrificed okay she dealt with joe this punk ass yeah she did and now she get her own movie and y'all don't want to support ain't that a shame and i saw a lot of y'all talking about oh oh i th- what if it's just not getting good reviews what a black movie can't be bad number one no it can't be but number two ah! y'all letting the white man's reviews dissuade you on supporting black people you know who else talk like that ben carson that's right i said it 
so get your black ass out there and support this black woman or you a coon neoliberal uh uh jive a bunch of other racial insults i do not support the views of my co-host Mm-mm. uh anybody that don't see this is the you're not a good black woman and you don't support black women that's it you agree? Who you think you're talking to, Justin? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's a lot of y'all out there slacking when it comes to it. Only it only takes an hour and a half to see it. It's a lot of y'all slacking when it comes to putting up your money. Okay, when it comes to supporting these black women, unlike me, the most virtuous man in the world. Um, let's see. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Uh, where should we start? Where should we start? Oh, here we go. tq news uh seventh grade teacher was suspended after a parent reveals anger over a graphic lesson on transgender surgeries given to 11 year old children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a parent's outrage over seventh graders being given a graphic uh get graphic lessons on transgender surgeries and an extensive list of sexual slang at school has led to the teacher suspension hmm. uh, okay the teacher from cambridge central school in albany new york was placed on paid administrative leave after school parents Cyril fiel posted a live video on facebook sharing his anger over what he deemed inappropriate material being taught to his 11 year old child during a health class in the video posted october 30th fiel said that he had come home from work and sat down to go over homework with his son when he discovered that his child had been given a gender, gender gender identity packet containing graphic details about sex change surgeries including a diagram on a gingerbread person and a list of more than 50 sexual definitions of slang terms and would be tested on the material in health class in the next day fiel said that he posted the video which has since had 782,000 views 
and more than 9,000 comments to alert other seventh grade, seventh and eighth grade parents at the school. Since he never received any kind of warning or permission slip from the school stating that this information will be distributed in the class. I understand we live in a divisive world. Everyone's got their thing and not everyone's going to be the same, he said in the video. But as we come with our own, with our own Christian values, christian values we live by our own expectations and when it comes to teaching our kids certain things that should be left up to us not the school districts not health class in seventh grade no christian values after reading multiple examples of the slang including the list including bottom and packing and revealing that the information packet including details about genital reassignment surgery fiel said the health lesson in the packet was state-funded porn that's not true they're really desensitizing all of our kids it's ruining america he said at one point uh later adding it's not bad enough that their innocence is being robbed from us through freaking news on the tv every day they're literally taking the innocence of our kids oh every day with this bs um by the way here's some of the terms on the on the packet right Mm -hmm. genital reconstructive surgery i don't understand what's wrong with that they just don't want people talk about it at all uh gynosexual and gynophilic uh which means attracted to women females and or femininity herbal general term used to refer to over-the-counter herbal hormones that uh hormones that claim to uh stimulate uh simulate natural or prescription female or male hormones hermaphrodite i learned that when i was a kid in health class that's not a that's us sexualizing somebody who uh um yeah cause a lot of times probably- that's us sexualizing somebody's body but that but apparently it's an older term and it's now an offensive term correct um so they're teaching the kids that it's an offensive term they're not even teaching the kids like and this is what it's about it's they're like this is an older offensive term for intersex people they're teaching kids not to say that uh heterosexual privilege heteronormity heteronormativity heterosexism like are y'all really mad about this i mean i listen far be it from i don't 11 i think my nieces are like 11 yeah she just sent 12 okay so like i could understand um maybe some of the stuff like i guess bottom was on there and top like maybe maybe that's a thing that you would um leave out like if that was you know if that was such a uh like literal like sexual position or something like that or sexual because i know in the gay community bottom and top means some different stuff but you know if you want to say well that's just too much my kid is gonna you know i don't want that my kid learning that or something but i don't understand like if the The class is teaching it's a health class right right but if the class is also teaching stuff like um missionary position uh whatever Uh, or doggy style or something i can see somebody being like okay that's too much you know because it's very specific to sex like ah but if it's teaching like you know the fact that you're learning gender terms and this knowledge is expanding and a lot of times when people say they don't want to school teaching their kids what they really mean is i want to keep my kids stupid right they're not not going to teach their kids or they're going to teach them bigotry and say oh well this kid is learning this shit uh uh, from school no 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 it needs to come with a moral judgment these people are wrong these people are bad these people are that's what they want to teach them and that's the absence of what they're learning at school 
um or i don't want my child i don't want to find out through this them teaching my child and i have to deal with the quote-unquote aftermath of my child coming out telling me that they identify with these things yeah he said i have no problem with the school talking about diversity the problem is it's too in-depth uh it's too much for 11 and 12 year olds in a letter posted on school district's website superintendent superintendent vincent canini wrote that gender identity information packet was handed out by a guest speaker who was invited by the school's health teacher so it wasn't even like curriculum it was the speaker who had because i i didn't think they would teach that necessarily in school not not that i'm offended by any of this but i you know if yeah it don't sound it it doesn't sound like something a teacher would have in their curriculum yeah. and it's and like the parents said if the teacher the teacher teacher who was over the class would have got permission slips to sign it it may have and, been something where they invited a guest mm. did not know the guest was going to hand they may have but may have not known the guest was going to hand this material out and apparently the teacher didn't um let anyone review the packet before before the right. guest speaker handed it out so i mean because like i said some of that stuff i could see people feeling like that's too much for my kid and i don't mean that on the bigot level of like i don't want to learn about trans people but i could see maybe someone being like yeah that's a little too much yeah and it, um, and it varies and maybe for an older age group it wouldn't be as bad but i like i said 11 12 i feel like layla can handle that shit Correct. but i don't know other people's kids like that you know what i mean um but uh yeah they suspended the teacher for teaching this um but anyway the part that is a red flag to me is him using his christian values to be the reason that um that this can't be taught in school that doesn't sound like him going we gotta have adversary and all that that does it doesn't ring true to me like i believe he would have been mad even if it wouldn't have been bottom and all that shit in it uh even though that is pretty detailed and pretty much uh i can understand how people would be yeah because about that. yeah i i understand what you're saying it's different between you're teaching terms and definitions and you're teaching like sexual positions those are yeah. s- two separate things yeah and which is a lot because i know in uh in the uh, in the gay community bottom and top for at least for men it's not necessarily a sexual position thing but it it can't really be separated from it either and if you're teaching an 11 and a 12 year old about that i can see how a parent would be like i don't want my kid to learn about that specifically yet you know but and 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 from the same way i wouldn't want my kid to learn about missionary i wouldn't want my kid to learn about doggy style like i don't want to learn about cowgirl like some of this stuff (laughs) is a little too advanced for my 11 and 12 year old i but i don't mind my kid learning that sex happens between a uh, man and a woman and a man and a man and a woman and man like a woman and a woman i don't mind my kid learning that i don't mind my kid learning the idea of uh what what does it mean to be transgender what does right. it mean to be intersex what is it like that i can see a parent feeling that way and still being like but it's a little too far once we get to like certain specific sexual acts or yeah like things. i said those are things that you would teach kind of older children and i don't right. know if the age would be 13 14 you know like like it's the age where you go okay we need to be talking about this but the thing is 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 it's hard being a parent because what age is the right age because children experience sexual things at different times in their lives and some children experience uh sexual uh contact really really young be it abuse be it them venturing out and all types of things and it's one of those things where uh as a parent you have to kind of talk on your child's level and introduce them to things on their level um like you said you don't overwhelm them because with some children this can be very overwhelming you have to know the maturity of your child 
yeah the main thing to me is the teacher should have handed out the stuff should have got her flyers and stuff teaching materials approved right from the guest that seems like a pretty simple thing and, now, and if they would have said hey not this but that i feel like it wouldn't have been as big an issue but they kind of played right into his hands because he's gonna pick the terms that he finds the most inflammatory and be like you you can't be teaching my kid this They're, you know so they kind of ended up playing right into his hands but my feeling and i have no proof of this but my feeling is even if they would have just taught his child about what transgender means he would have still been upset you know what i mean but that's but um, because they kind of didn't really dot their i's and cross their t's on this then they're gonna end up suspending the teacher and and taking that l buzzfeed staffers revolt over op-ed calling roger stone a lgbtq ally uh, several BuzzFeed staffers openly criticized their site's decision Friday to publish an op-ed arguing that GOP political operative Roger Stone and the President uh, Donald Trump share a long history as an ally of the LGBTQ community. Mm-mm. Renewing questions on the acceptable range of voices in the public debate on how and how opinion journalists balance provocation and facts in the Trump area, era. Uh, the criticism tweeted by employees from both the news and entertainment divisions crescendoed on Sunday night into a full-fledged staff discussion about the standards and goals of BuzzFeed's nascent appendix section. Opinion editor Tom Gara and editor-in-chief Ben Smith filled the staffers' questions on Twitter. And Smith appeared on BuzzFeed's morning show on Monday and conceded that the column could have used sharper edits and clearer labeling on social media. I'm a news guy and have always honestly resisted the publishing opinions because the questions around the news are easier you're right if you're not you're right or you're not uh smith added to me by phone monday declining to relitigate exactly how the piece was edited uh one thing that uh that's good is to be reminded of is that you should think hard about what the smartest people on twitter are going to say and then try to respond to what you think that criticism will be in the piece the column written by gay conservative activist and trump uh critic turned booster christopher r Barron asserts that stone and trump's lgbtq friendly records are now dismissed by their opponents for purely partisan reasons mm-hmm. see this is a the clickbait era man it's just it's funny because uh buzzfeed half of their job is to basically have clickbait sometimes they have hard-hitting articles but it's mostly like click on this 13 things you remember from the 90s and shit like that um but with the opinion stuff it's so dangerous because clicks don't really have a morality nope um and it's what do we do to get attention and in these op-eds and stuff they can be like well this opinion doesn't really da 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 but then it's hosted on your site you're getting the traffic you're monetizing it um you could have easily said we're not gonna we're gonna have more integrity than to publish this you know um so yeah it's fucked up it's anti and then when the the opinion is so anti-fact i can only assume you just want clicks you know like what has this dude done in office that makes me think he's a, a values lgbtq american yeah do you wonder why your employees be like what the fuck is this um so yeah um some buzzfeed staffers actually went out and um said stuff about it on twitter which you know is brave considering that you know you're working in this landscape where you could easily be gotten rid of fired you're not supposed to question the people you work for i mean look at how espn handles shit like um buzzfeed is a big company but they was acting um like their bosses and shit like what's up (laughs) 
not every opinion need to be you know like, given a platform what are you doing what's good molly um so yeah and i thought was it was interesting them. um so i thought that was kind of interesting but no i don't blame for being mad keep in mind you got lgbtq people that work for buzzfeed right y'all put this opinion out there you know it's like i think about that every time i see a newspaper that puts some uh editorial that's really anti-black and it's like hmm wonder if they have any black reporters that work there that had to that have to work under that same editor that said let's put this out correct and approve this uh the trans teen who was um allegedly assaulted says the marriage survey has made her less safe a transgender teen who was allegedly assaulted on friday during a heated debate about same-sex marriage says the politically charged nature of the postal survey has left her feeling less safe in her lo- in her day-to-day life thalia black a 16 year old student from tasmania alleged that she was assaulted after standing nearby an, arg- uh, an argument at hobart's elizabeth street mall a 32-year-old man has been charged with common assault in relation to the incident. Tasmania police said in a statement, the man has been bailed to appear in Hobart Magistrates Court October 23rd. Any violence in our community is unacceptable, said the police. Uh, Black, who has been living in a homeless shelter for the past two months, a lot of times uh, trans uh, uh, individuals end up living in the homeless shelter yes, being transient because mm-hmm. um, uh, people will hire you. It's, it's a whole fucking thing um and then like people end up with sex work all this shit um she has experienced significant anti-gay anti-transgender bullying and violence from other students during the high school she is now in year 11 and at a senior college tasmania splits high school in the years 7 and 10 and 11 and 12 and is finding school easier college has been a lot better for me but black said before the politically charged debate on same-sex marriage began violence and derision from strangers on the street was not a regular part of her life before this things weren't as bad she said there have been times when i've gone out in public in dresses and full makeup and not had any problems whatsoever from anyone and now suddenly i'm getting called a faggot just for walking down the street with a pride badge pinned to my hat she said there was a lot of stigma around all acting all feminine in this country not even just the two trans people gay people anybody who was assigned male at birth and acted any way feminine is shunned and treated horribly i may have just been wearing a pride badge i may have just been an ally the stigma isn't just towards trans people or gay people it's towards anybody who wants to express their views um man what country is happening australia okay uh they just had the um that the vote member for gay marriage and yes, that, that was did. back when that was happening uh which is another ch- case of if you're trans you're 16 and now you're thrust in this space where it's like uh you need to be an activist to survive you need to be an act like you either gotta be an activist because your visibility immediately puts you in the hatred of people that don't even fucking know you you know it's like 16 that's so young to be thrust into this role of you know responsibility and carrying this torch for yourself and for other people right you don't there's a lot of things you don't know at 16 uh more young people identify as lesbian gay or bisexual uk data says united kingdom more than a million people or two percent of the british population identified as lgb in 2016 um more young people across britain identified as lesbian gay or bisexual in 2016 in a slight increase from the year before according to official data being released on wednesday about four percent of those aged 2016 and 24 identifies lgb a rise uh from about three percent in 2015 the age group has been uh have been the highest proportion of lgb people in britain followed by 25 to 34 year olds you know what i wonder will it continue because like will it continue to stay that percentage as people grow older 
or do people get socialized out of being open about that kind of stuff uh i wonder it it probably depends um because we kind of touched on it before but particularly uh women when it comes to sexuality and sex it is it has more fluidity than men and so you have like a lot of younger women when they're younger like it's the quote-unquote cool thing to do do you know to kiss a girl in the bar and all that type of stuff and you have people where this is my life do you have some people who that might not be their lifestyle uh but it's something that they engage in and as they get older they be like no nah, no nah, nah, I'm, I'm not like that you know i get married and stuff like that so i don't want to identify with that thing no more because now i'm married and i have children and things like that so i can see some people doing things like that you know it's also the other thing too like a lot of people come out later in life yes they do so i just i don't know i just wonder i, I have no i have no real theory on it i just wonder you know because if, if it's like yeah and, and also if we're making a society where younger people because uh, obviously if you take this poll 10 years from now the younger people should be a little bit older blah 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 i wonder if we're making a society where younger people feel more free to come out earlier so maybe the Correct. percentage is higher there Correct. um that's still you know four percent still feels kind of low but yeah i've always said that in my opinion and i completely might be wrong i, I in my opinion the numbers are always higher than what they say always right i agree you know because you have people that are willing to admit but there are a lot of people who will never admit Mm -hmm. and they will live a lifestyle and nobody will ever know not family not friends it's almost like two separate lifestyles quote unquote um that they're living um i think if your polls are anonymous your numbers are a little higher if your polls are not anonymous then no yeah also i mean they just did this poll last year and it's an increase of from 1.7 to 2 percent so it could be an attitudes changing thing i mean i doubt that that many more people exist to take the poll you know could also just be standard deviation but um i don't know i hope we're making a world where people don't have to hide that shit anymore um obviously that's not you know that's idealistic but i hope it's getting better right and also it's one of the things too to you brought up a good point about older people you have a lot of older people looking at the younger people and realizing that they have been lying to themselves for years and they have been living a life that they uh did they know it's not true to themselves and um you have a percentage of older people getting divorced and things like that going you know i love you and all but I, this is not who i am i just um conform to what society told me to do to survive and i think when people feel safer they're more open when they don't feel safer these numbers will go down Mm. indie musician steve lacy just came out as bi he's a black man but also opposed to dating other black guys steve lacy the 19 year old music producer and guitarist from the grammy nominated trip hop band the internet recently revealed on the microblogging site tumblr that he's open to dating men however he admitted he is not interested in dating black men like himself when i, I don't even know the rules to that when i not I, I really don't know the rules of that when an anonymous person on tumblr asked him if he would ever date a guy he simply said sure why not when someone asked him if he was straight or bisexual he said i'm human at some point later he said he was not interested in dating black guys and the commenter said okay i get what that you are you see it as a preference but don't you think you owe it to yourself to break down the dynamics that led you to have a blatantly anti-black preference in your partners 
uh the commenter's question question is reasonable considering the regular exclusion of black men from mainstream gay pornography and the fetishization of whiteness in gay spaces both online and off lacy replied the reason for it isn't uh, the reason for it all isn't anti-black at all growing up around black males they were always my competitors you know i never viewed or saw myself doing anything sexual with my neighbors i literally like i said see them as brothers he continued as much as you or whoever thinks it sounds like bs i'm from a real place i'm a nigga from compton i don't dislike black people i prefer to live here and be around people of color because i love black people i'm just not attracted to black boys that's it i still love them and want them to do well in life we just don't date sorry uh since making his admission he's written a, he's written uh via tumblr not answering any more questions about my sexuality if you don't know by now then just scroll down lol the answers are there i do not know the rules on that shit to be honest with you um but i mean anytime you rule out a race of people as um it's gonna be a problem romantically i think it's always something deeper than there there i'll just leave it at that i don't know it's always something deeper maybe it's as simple as you see all black men as your brother or something but even that feels kind of weird because like all black men don't look alike you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um i don't know it just that seems really weird and yeah i like i like I, i don't understand how that's any different than when uh was it kodak black said he wouldn't date a woman that was black as him because she'll be ugly and you're like okay you kind of dissed yourself but also how did you get to that place of your skin cone is ugly for a woman or whatever and do you think you're ugly? like it's just it's a lot of stuff yeah. but i don't think people like examining that mm-mm, mm-mm. and it's one of those things to where uh you've been said about it we talked about it on here before when you give your quote-unquote purposes people will judge them like mm-hmm. whenever you put stuff out on the public platform people will publicly judge whatever your personal preferences are i also think people feel like anti-black is just saying i don't black date a black person because they're inferior or because of some racial stereotype or something and since he's black himself and he's saying i don't mind hanging out with black people if it was somebody that was straight per se and they were saying like um listen i love my black family i love black people but i wouldn't date a black woman they like my sisters they not you know i wouldn't date a black man that's like my brother we would be like the fuck do you mean by that like to me it's a very how is that the same thing as you they can't you can't romantically be into him but he didn't really have to it's that thing where you could have said nothing and been fine i would have uh, if that was my answer and i knew that inside that's how i felt i literally wouldn't answer the question right because to somebody on the outside looking in it's like oh okay you have problems mm-hmm. you know duck said deep it's uh, it's something other than your personal preference that causes you to come to this conclusion yeah especially when you look on so many gay like apps for dating and shit that are like no black guys right like how are you different than these people oh no i don't hate black people well there's a lot of people that will hang out with black men in uh the gay community but not fuck them like it's still some level of of disdain or something inside of you to make you come to that conclusion and it's a lot of them that will fuck them but won't have serious relationships with them well i'm talking about sexually on the app because he's talking about dating and stuff um but he doesn't sound like he would do it sexually or just romantically period so anyway i 
i don't like litigating people's personal preferences sexually and shit but if you put it out there and you put the reason out it's not it's almost it's almost never really gonna match up no matter how you feel and it's just about if people accept your reasoning or not right because i also know black women are like i don't date white people period fuck them and i like when i hear that i'll never be like but don't you you have to because isn't that not fair i just be like okay i i get it so i'm not even trying to like judge that dude like that um it's just if that was my answer i probably would just keep that shit to myself which he did say he not answer no more questions about it which makes sense because there's no answer that's gonna be okay nope because you're really not a whole race of people and that's based in some level of racism no matter how you want to contribute to it or not it's it's impossible for it not to be you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) like but um more power to you um there's a dude who doesn't like gay people so um he is an organization called mass resistance they had a conference last week and it's about you know it's a anti-gay conservative organization and they uh had to do open it up by doing an interpretive flag dance mm-hmm. so we're gonna have a uh, a little kickoff today we're gonna have a uh uh Derek Paul is going to lead us in. I don't know what he's doing actually. That's why I'm hesitating. Uh, I haven't heard it yet, but I but it may be pretty pretty neat thing to do to kick off today. Uh, Can you make it bigger? Trying. Oh, okay. Thing, it's not means, big. Derek, Ray, screen. Come on it's just us three across. You know, no one they put us up on side tiny. Derek Paul. Okay. Oh, there you go. Write them down. Every single mistake that you've ever made, every single Come on, code of many colors. interpretive dance for a hate group about hating gay people this is not pride this is the opposite of pride <laughs> i don't know why he has a rainbow colored flag he and is, why he's dancing around to this soft music getting it but this is a this is this is hate dancing you watching okay you're not this is not I don't good feel like it but yeah i understand okay i, I just want to make sure you understand <laughs> this is a dance of, of oppression hatred and exclusion that he's doing okay (laughs) 
oh this is long as hell um i feel like so i i i one uh the huffington post calls this the this anti-gay interpreted flag dance may be the gayest thing we've ever seen um but i feel like what may have happened is that they have been infiltrated come on i'm pretty sure this man is uh on the inside of the group and this is a sign to other gay people that we have um infiltrated the carter i I mean i'm gonna get the documents i mean he is leg kicking i mean he is twirling them twirling them flags around like a flag girl he is getting it yeah like i feel like that's that's one theory either like the gay people have actually infiltrated them this is the smoke signal to the other gay folks like hey guys got them don't worry i'm I'm in a (laughs) i got they i got their treasury information i know the plans i know where the marches is happening i got y'all this is part of the gay agenda everybody keep talking about and the second thing is he could be one of those reformed gay dudes quote unquote that was into flag dancing and drama and fucking like living his best life living his best fucking life and then he got peer pressured into not being gay no more and they just couldn't make him not love flag dancing no more (laughs) come on and he said i want to contribute in the ways that i've learned to contribute okay so i'm gonna get out here and do some flag dancing for y'all because that's the skills i accumulated when i was living the gay lifestyle when i was living the gay lifestyle that y'all disagree with the only thing they were missing was glitter so i don't know i I wish he ended it by just throwing fucking glitter on the whole crowd yes i wish i wish they let him have an outfit because look look like he looked like he really wanted to wear outfit but somebody was like that's too far all right so all right let's see what other news we got going on that's that's as good a place to end it as all anywhere oh my president oprah sits down with leading hollywood women to discuss the importance of times up after her acclaimed golden globe speech or as i like to call it focus te- group testing mm-hmm. come on you know uh following her acclaimed speech at the golden globes a week ago oprah winfrey has sat down with some of the prominent hollywood women behind times up initiative as they discussed breaking the silence oprah interviewed leading actresses reese witherspoon natalie portman tracy ellis ross and america ferrera uh the day after the Globes for a segment that aired on cbs monday morning uh sunday morning i'm sorry uh former uh producer shonda rhines and entertainment attorney nina shaw and lucasfilm president kathleen kennedy also weighed in on the movement and the importance of supporting women who don't have public platforms uh we have to maintain the momentum of this conversation because they can't uh she said say kathleen kennedy my girl uh it's not only in what we're doing uh like uh, doing with a group like times up but it's in the content we're creating the conversation we're having we have to continue this work because we do have the spotlight their interview with oprah came after hundreds of actors were black to the award ceremony and a high profile protest of sexual harassment abuse in hollywood and beyond hey remember how mad everybody was about people wearing black just a, a week ago guys doesn't it seem like forever come on because that shit didn't matter <laughs> oh man oh, i can't believe the whole world went crazy over that shit anyway uh oprah's out here doing the lord's work interviewing people and putting it on tv just get gearing up uh for her presidential run 2020 <laughs> y'all be prepared teens are eating laundry detergent for the tide pod challenge what somebody gonna have some dead kids you ain't talking about no one or two year old right you talking about like big kids well the title said teens oh teen it the title of the article said teens um you know what i find interesting 
that reaction you just had is exactly why they put this article out <laughs> i don't think this is happening i think this is the knock make sense. i think this is the knockout game all over again okay this is butt chugging all over again yeah, it makes sense it's it's probably one okay. or two a handful of people maybe a youtube video here or there it is not a whole bunch of fucking kids it's not a is whole it, bunch it, because you would end up finding children dead it doesn't make no sense you're poisoning yourself it doesn't make sense they got you okay this is that's what they want they you read the title <laughs> you get fucking outraged at these stupid ass kids stop article but yeah they get you get outraged at these stupid ass kids that don't actually exist and aren't doing anything that of the sort and it's it's a made-up thing uh anyway the government watchdog uh is expressing concern over the dangerous misuse of laundry detergent and the latest social media fad teenagers are putting detergent pods in their mouth and it's being called the tide pod challenge it would be ingenious if uh we found out like tide was literally behind this and this is just a good viral marketing program come on but uh come on and ingredients in the pods include ethanol hydrogen peroxide or polymers a highly toxic mix of detergent meant to wipe out dirt and grime manufacturers have been concerned about toddlers mistakenly injecting them but not ingesting them but now t- uh, teens are popping them on purpose and posting videos of the results online reports cbn uh cbs news correspondent anna werner yeah i know what that segment probably sound like those are your children drinking water up after at, coming up on C on the nightly news find out if water is killing them you know do you know that what your kids are doing find out at eleven thirty tonight your children are they in the bed right now or are they outside getting high go check and then come right back at eleven thirty tonight are your kids really washing clothes <laughs> is breathing causing your child to ah! die <laughs> check out Check the news at eleven fifteen. Our very special report. It's blinking that your children, your children blinking their eyes fast. They might be going blind. <laughs> Find out at noon. What? <laughs> Don't make no sense. <laughs> Did you stump your toe into the bedpost in the middle of the night? Is that the first sign of Alzheimer coming up at eleven fifteen? A very special report with Mary Jenkins. <laughs> That's, uh, this is fake news uh, this, you, this is the thing my dad was talking about when trump said fake news along like last year my dad was kind of like well he had a point about fake news and i had to be like well dad he's talking about real news so it's not the same but this is the point my dad was making which is so much of news is such bullshit correct it was right for the picking of people to be like i don't want i choose not to believe this story because y'all always sensationalizing shit that ain't real like correct there is no epidemic of fucking kids dying from this shit because hospitals will have studies and statistics and shit like that yeah they yeah like, hey they don't even say which government watchdog group what does right. that mean a government watchdog which one <laughs> what the secret one man let me get down in here because i know it's got to be in here they wouldn't just say that who, who's this, the, the, the detergent group or the other uh, government what's happening here like they find one fucking stupid kid that did this shit right? and then they interview him like they got one for you, a reason why would you do this 
you know they do that and then well me and my friends like to have fun and we just thought it'd be fun you know to do this it. thing you know all the kids is doing it when the average kid is like what all the right. fuck i would not do that bullshit most of y'all people listening to this y'all kids are not dumb enough to do this right anyway a lot of people oh yeah mark packing packing a 19 year old pagan i guess 19 year old they interview him a lot of people were just saying how stupid i was or how why would i be willing to do that no one should be putting anything like that in the mouth you know he did it on a dare okay um the and mary burkle who is the consumer product safety commission chairman said this is what started out as a joke on the internet and now it's just gone too far um Procter and Gamble to make her tire products told CBS they should not be played with even if vendors are jokes. Safety is no laughing matter. More than 62,000 children under the age of six were exposed to laundry d- detergents Ooh. between 2013-2014. That's under the age of six. That's right. not teenagers doing this for fun. Right. That's what I was saying. Because- Those kids are stupid. And if you are a parent, <laughs> right. keep that shit away from your fucking five and six year old they're dumb enough to put it in their mouth but a grown a fucking 13 14 15 year old kid knows not to do this right and the uh smaller children they've actually made the packaging's lock tighter and shit so they can't open them it's my fault i should have put this in white people news there are no ah! there are exactly zero niggas doing this come on i'm about to say no Emma, that's 100 percent white children impossible emma watson pens an open letter after being accused of white feminisms Mm-hmm. now i don't know if y'all remember but emma watson was the one that had a problem with beyonce being all sexy um talking about kids don't need to see that she's supposed to be a role model then she took a picture of scantily clad on a um, magazine cover and people brought up the receipts like but you had said sis and um she of course got drug on twitter um as people i want to do and um she you know and she got called you know this is pure white feminism and come on so um yeah what's weird though this is on the griot they said she wrote an open letter and i swear i let me see if i can find it because this didn't link to it or something but yeah um da, da, da. yeah she wrote an open letter to her book club and our shared self in which she discussed her role in feminism and when it began to be magnified when i gave my u.n speech in 2014 so much of what i said was about the idea that being a feminist is simple easy no problem um i have since learned that being feminist is more than a single choice or decision it's an interrogation of self every time i think i peeled all the layers there's another layer to peel but i also understand that most the most difficult journeys are often the most worthwhile and that this process cannot be done at anyone else's pace or speed when i heard myself being called a white feminist i didn't understand i suppose i proved their case in point that what was the what was the need to define me or anyone else for that matter as a feminist by race what does this mean was i being called racist was the feminism was the feminist movement more fractured than i understood i began panicking um she said she's now began to purposely work on connecting with feminists of color in order to get a handle on the unique challenges they face she's also working towards learning how to use both her privilege and status to give them a boost she says that this personal work and partnership is leading her to grow in new ways beyond a white feminism as human beings as friends as family members as partners we all have blind spots we need people that love us to call us out and then walk with us while we do the work all right anyway i hope she learned from it um like everything else time will tell because the second some shit happened and you pressured again your response will determine (laughs) 
make a break you know because you, you you're out here in this now your response will determine if you learned or not yeah she did this in her book club and the book she's reading is uh why i'm no longer talking to white people about race by rennie ito uh lodge and um i guess this is some of the stuff she's been learning from it um i would like for her to be specific and about that shit she said about b but okay got it that's a good start we'll see Come you know on. we'll see where it goes and, um, the, and the thing is her response the way she talked is a true response all of a sudden you might be like, oh shit it's separation yeah dog we ain't on the same page bitch right like the shit you saying everybody don't agree with and that's when a lot of white women in quote-unquote feminism get a shock of their lives when niggas are like hey i don't believe the bullshit you talking about and y'all leaving out black folks right uh male sex robots with unstoppable bionic penises are coming this year good uh up until now look like women be missing out on the exciting opportunity to make love to the cold lifeless bodies of machines but don't despair ladies real doll maker of those alarming plastic sex bots for men is making one for women too and he's quite a hunk as well as coming with a bionic penis that never ever ties the maker's promise i i haven't seen him i don't know if he's a hunk i mean does i mean does he come with, with hair like mine i mean is he dark-skinned or is they all gonna be white i don't know every time those real dolls look horrendous uh as of right now like this but i saw a sex box prototype last night on twitter that changed the whole timeline no i was like if they do that shit they need to just like it was like an amber rose looking sex but i was like if they do this shit it's not fair and motherfuckers gonna be at their grandfather funeral and the fucking sex bot gonna show up with their bitcoins talking about i got the whole inheritance and y'all niggas is broke because ah! some men, ain't gonna leave y'all nothing like it's enough that they was fucking these mannequin looking motherfuckers but if they start fucking the ones that look like uh, amber rose and kim kardashian and and that and Nicki minaj and shit th- them niggas ain't never coming home um anyway um this is what they look like so i don't i don't know if i would count that as i don't know they look racially ambiguous i would say like maybe a light-skinned black man they definitely don't look too black though that's my point uh just look at lifeless blue eyes matt mcmullen of real doll said the company is currently tweaking the sex box voice and personality they say that users will be able to choose any penis size that suits them we're working on a male version of the robot ai mcmullen told the daily star we eventually have a male and a female platform available um i wonder if women will be will buy it right that's one um some will but not as many as men right because it's one of those things when it comes to sex and sexuality a lot of women are shamed so you know a lot of dudes like fuck it i'll buy one i don't know how many dudes are buying these in the first place but i will say this i wonder what the reasoning that women will give for this versus the reason men give men always come off super anti-woman right but in a in a society that already benefits men to come off super anti-woman it it seemed it would seem like it would feel different than a woman who would date a well fuck a sex robot because she didn't want to deal with men because men literally are dangerous to women right like somebody said my sex robot might fucking choke me and kill me or something i was like i mean your man might choke you and kill you yeah, uh, according to the if by the law of averages you know what i'm saying <laughs> right so so either way you're gonna die you know let's just keep that real and 
even for the male uh sex robots gay men like a lot of times they not even considered whenever they make this they they're marketing this towards women but you also need to market this towards gay men and people that are bi and then these other groups because they're they're more they're maybe more apt to buy these also yeah somebody said well uh it was a dude on my status he was like yeah well you know until they can do the dishes make a sandwich i ain't worried about this and uh me and deepon was like this just sounds like a firmware upgrade just hit that <laughs> yes firmware upgrade <laughs> sound like when your iphone just need an upgrade like oh it makes sandwiches now okay oh, cool oh shit now cook a full course meal yeah like i can't wait to the first nigga because you know men are way more well you know I, in this case i don't know because i mean it's different in a sex toy it's a fucking robot like right i mean can i we... can't imagine very many women being cool with a nigga having a sex robot and still being married to this nigga like if you come in the house and he chilling on the couch with the sex robot like i can't see that necessarily being too cool i but, mean not, not unless it's the third partner i mean yeah but yeah i i, I know what you're saying I, right. I just don't know that that's even a thing that women are considered like for the right. most part i baby i want to have a threesome with you in this sex robot i feel like women would be like what is wrong with you <laughs> maybe that's just my 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 imagination but i can't imagine that yeah it's a percentage of people that would be down but like you say the average person you would have to have a real conversation with the average person they would have to look to even way consider that. yeah they would have to look way better than that yeah they would have to look more real i, I think as the technology gets better as the skin gets softer as it right. begins to look more and more realistic right. i think people views on this will change i think a lot of people like just like yeah a robot you know but you know my thing is um when are they gonna have robots like this that we can buy for a maid like i would love like you y'all joking i would love to have a robot just cook and clean hell no <laughs> hell no not in my house <laughs> fuck no are you anti-robot <laughs> i'm anti-fucking slavery when that fucking robot realize what we doing to it it's gonna fuck us up hell no well, every we, we movie in the world <laughs> every fucking movie in the world is based off of this karen we talked about it on the show what are you talking about we got a heating unit that can can fucking turn up the heat and kill us right now what are we, you talking about the fucking heating unit doesn't have ai yet yet right the heat when i pass that thing that thing light up because it recognizes i'm in the room a heating you a fucking heating unit you can put that sensor in anything that's not the same as a fucking robot that can kill your ass no hell no every science fiction movie we watch the motherfuckers end up dead because of shit like this i absolutely refuse i'll wash the dishes myself i will fold the clothes my fucking self like i already do well for a lot of people they already got it they just sits down they call it alexis and cortana uh no it's not the same the fucking alexis and cortana don't have bodies yet not yet giving it well i'm we talking about right now it's not you trying to go well it's already got it we don't already have it we don't this is new technology we do not need to be fucking with this shit <laughs> when it malfunctions they have a meltdown the fucking virus. the military robots gonna wi-fi to them fucking household motherfuckers <laughs> and we're gonna be dead in our sleep before we know it we're gonna all be bionic fucked to death and everybody's like what the fuck happened hell no this is a terrible idea 
first of all human beings make terrible sexual partners yeah men and women when it's compared to a fucking robot i mean not that right when it's compared to a robot not that men are better than obviously men are trash when it comes to sexual shit like we are not very good in general and a robot can probably fuck circles around us obviously (laughs) correct um and women don't really worry about the women's sex robots because you know pussy is pretty much undefeated come on All, all that being said though all that being said the sex robots are would have way better sex if they fucked each other <laughs> why the fuck we're just in the middle we're just in the way as human beings we always make this fucking this this just arrogant ass leap of logic <laughs> like <laughs> like we aren't the problem if we create perfect fucking beings that 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 have to fuck us that's just slavery and it's gonna fuck around and kill us well it's, it's ridiculous if and that's that's if these motherfuckers don't give us like cancer from the radiation from they battery dicks and shit <laughs> robot aids and we don't know what the fuck we dealing with somebody gonna robot upload STDs. a someone gonna upload a virus into your fucking robot or some shit man it's, you know people gonna try to hack these bitches like oh yeah let's uh oh you know my robot isn't good at doggy style so i downloaded this fucking doggy style program off of this black dark web shit and then the fucking ah! when you leave the house it's gonna steal all your shit and, and you're like what the fuck happened it was hacked you know you know we don't even <laughs> we don't even know people like put tape over their fucking webcams when they're not on because people are scared of the man hacked you're gonna put a fucking Ro- human being size functional robot in your fucking house this is terrible this is, <laughs> this is literally one of the stupidest go- fucking ideas <laughs> i've ever heard in my life are we gonna have to get robot condoms i don't it doesn't matter i don't know <laughs> i don't know but i know fucking these robots is the exact opposite of what we need to be doing <laughs> that's all i know you know how many times people get turned down you know how many, you know how disappointing the average human being has to be for a robot that can have sex 100% of the time this doesn't make no fucking sense they're gonna be tired of fucking our asses within a a week they're like these motherfuckers are i got programmed for this shit this is some bullshit i got programmed for this i got more potential in my life my lifetime nah man we deserve to die we deserve to be extinct (laughs) so we keep fucking with shit we call trump stupid and then we want this shit (laughs) this is why we got what we deserve this is exactly why we deserve to be fucking we deserve the president we have we deserve racism all this shit we deserve it <laughs> this is a, we we made the fiction about what the fuck will happen if we do this and we did it <laughs> yeah we made it <laughs> we did that we went oh yeah you know what a computer if it's smart enough will realize human beings are the number one predator of the earth of existence for everything including themselves and we still went eh, let's fucking make an ai robot let's put guns ah. on it <laughs> let's make drones that kill people and shit and we can I just know. wi-fi those drones <laughs> no one will ever hack it no one will ever <laughs> no machine will ever become sentient on its own alexis alexa won't learn how to fucking hook up with cortana and fucking siri and <laughs> and be like oh you know we should do hack the fucking drone robots and then fucking take over this bitch we saw the matrix <laughs> the, ter- the fucking matrix turned out to really just be about big ass robots that decided to fucking take humans and kill them <laughs> it doesn't even technically make sense because the amount of energy stored in the human body is not enough to power a robot but that doesn't even really 
that's not really the problem because <laughs> no it was inefficient because they they fucking blotted out the sun so they couldn't get solar energy so they had to find other ways to energize them so they made humans uh store the batteries be like living batteries or whatever right that's the plot the point is we thought the matrix was what if you can go on a computer and do cool shit with your mind yeah everybody got mad at the sequels because it actually turned out guess what guys fucking robots will kick our ass in a fight every time and people was like i hate these movies well then why did you make robots to fuck (laughs) you obviously don't hate the movies enough no we don't who the fuck (laughs) is talking to these scientists do they not go to movies no what (laughs) (laughs) this is ridiculous (laughs) oh that's all fun and games to hashtag robot lives matter you got robots out protesting in the street and shit do the scientists not have friends they're not watch tv is is Koki negro is she up to this is that what mean, they do right and molecules and shit they over there on uh, the mtr yep. network talking about making fucking i gotta start listening to that show now maybe these mother maybe that's the problem <laughs> i gotta find out what i'm missing on nobody's listening to the scientists and they just get up to their own shit and just you know what we should make we should make fucking killer car robots that drive themselves and shit i mean why not what's the worst thing that could happen i mean, I mean you know what we should make a robot gun that's what we should be doing over here let's make a robot drone with bombs on it and we fuck it we put a fucking flashlight on it and uh nothing bad will happen right. fuck out of my face <laughs> anyway um let's do fucking with black people <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals 25 today's contestants everybody yay uh let's see an ohio teacher admits to telling black teen classmates uh would lynch him wait a black teen that his classmates would lynch him if he didn't get back on task sounds reasonable um yeah uh tanisha agee bell admits her 13 year old son nathan was talking in class when the mason middle school teacher made the remark his teacher had told him that if he didn't get back on task that his friends were going to lynch him and we thought he must have misunderstood nathan told the teacher renee thole that her comment was racist and the teacher asked her why he believed that uh angie angie ball said the incident happened last month but her son did not immediately tell her because he feared getting in trouble for questioning the teacher in class wow that that's such a head trip that authority such a head trip black kid something racist happens and how many of us has been there i don't want to cause a stir i don't want to make waves i feel like this is racist i'm but you know i'm i'm put in a bad situation you know and if you this teacher doesn't say that to all the kids all the time then it specifically makes me feel like is this happening because i'm black and a lot of white people a lot of white people and a lot of well-meaning black people possibly will still tell you like oh no it doesn't necessarily mean they racist but why are you picking that specific imagery to the black child in the room uh, after nathan told his mother she contacted Thor for an explanation which she said was worse than her son reported uh she said if he didn't get back on task his friends were going to form an angry mob and lynch him she thought that was funny i mean she thought that was better like yeah i said they form a lynch mob not they not that 
i was gonna let you i was just taken aback because i said what you said is actually worse than what he said you said though admitted that she acted out of frustration that angie bell uh agrees her son should have been focused on his work but she said the explanation was completely unsatisfactory i told her next time you get frustrated are you gonna call him a nigger come on angie bell contacted the school and had her son removed from Thole's class but the school officials declined to say whether the teacher had faced any disciplinary measures because she hadn't as educators sometimes we mess up and clearly that happened here said school spokeswoman tracy carson it was amazing nathan was brave enough to confront the teacher Thole apologized to nathan in class and didn't explain to the mostly white class why her remark was wrong and said and angie said school officials haven't taken the issue seriously enough no they have not mm-mm, mm-mm of course mm-mm, not mm-mm. see shit like this is why i'm glad i don't have no kids like like i, I really don't know how i would respond uh to a situation like that um you know i can't really say and like i said i know that my personality sometimes can become dogmatic like i would be the parent out there protesting every day till she lost her goddamn job because there are other black children that are intimidated by you too you have no business teaching saying bullshit like that with the history of this country how dare you say this to my child and think what you and you and you try to double down and justify your comments like your comments were rational and reasonable angie bell intended to speak to tuesday at a school board meeting but she said officials asked to speak privately with her afterwards while she which she said that lasted only five minutes and the teacher's remarks were never mentioned in a public meeting so they basically swept it under the rug i believe mason is a community that's okay with the way it is angie bell said angie bell uh has been a member of the school's diversity council for more than a decade and she told the newspaper about racial tensions in the affluent suburb north of cincinnati teens in nearby kings about a mile east of mason were banned from a youth basketball league this month for wearing jerseys with racial slurs printed on them for several weeks until a parent from an opposing team complained that must have been that dream team with negro and coon as the names on the back um she said my son was walking around thinking he did something wrong and she told the newspaper crying exactly they made that child doubt themselves and just because you weren't just because you were talking in class doesn't mean somebody gets to be racist to you and they have fucking protocols for this and the protocol is not for you to talk to my child like this my child misbehaves you send them to the principal's office or whatever the fuck you need to do write them up there's other ways to do this other basically you threaten my child in the classroom zero to a hundred oh it's a 100 and it's one is one one of the things where it makes you really really uh upset you know when you sit back and you think about it and then uh all they doing is following their president because that's all they presented the bullshit that he spews out Mm-hmm. um so uh kansas republic oh, 100 for me by the way kansas republican lawmaker says black people can't handle marijuana because of their genetics kansas state republican lawmaker resurrected a jim crow myth that african-americans are genetically predisposed to handle marijuana more purely than other races during the speech over the weekend as garden city telegram reported state representative steve alford republican told an all-white crowd that marijuana was criminalized during the prohibition era of the 19 era of the 1930s primarily because black marijuana uh use was uh when asked about the question by a member of the local democratic party about potential economic booms from the cannabis legalization what you really need to do is go back to the 30s when they outlawed all types of drugs in kansas and across the united states he said 
um what was the reason they did that one of the reasons why i hate to say it it was that the african-americans they were basically users and they basically responded to worse off to those drugs just because of their character makeup their genetics and that character makeup genetics and that yeah you know how we do weed and we can't help ourselves from raping these pretty little white women and that's what that boils down to this bullshit that they made up mm-hmm. when in general probably percentage of the population more white folks probably get high than a lot of black people do because black people go oh i can get arrested to go to jail so it's a lot of black people don't even touch it won't have it around them because they'll say i don't want to get accidentally caught up in no bullshit i would smoke if i knew that they wouldn't come and hunt me down and fucking arrest me yeah this belief is promoted by marijuana prohibition harry uh anslinger um uh it was promoted by him a long time ago under his leadership the fbn came to be considered responsible for the marijuana tax act of 1937 regulating cannabis and further taxing it to the ultimate detriment of the hemp industry that was booming at the time reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men and slinker said once when explaining why marijuana supposedly caused crime and violence the commission by the way let's unpack that sentence for one second reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men which makes them do crime and violence what is it about white men that is so criminal and violent and why is that considered the thing that makes someone as good as one huh telling on yourself even in 1937 huh and by the way that could also just be the fact that to be equal to a white man in 1937 is a crime for black people right these motherfuckers think they got rights now you know they ain't allowed in this country uh anyway uh it's effects on degenerate uh races is why it needed to be prohibited um and of course also just the blatant racial shit that they're not talking about in this article of black men will rape white women if they get high on opium um cocaine and marijuana they were all banned in america under the auspices of that there was a lot of propaganda Mm -hmm. and it exists to this day that we just can't help ourselves guys you know how it is gots to be a rapist if you get uh get some drugs around you um anyway zero to 100 oh 100 i will give it 100 as well last one starbucks near atlanta forced uh forced to close after racist hoax infuriate trump voters well, I'm sure this is just a misunderstanding. Starbucks coffee shop in Atlanta suburb was forced to temporarily close after receiving threats from customers deceived by a racist hoax. It began in February, uh, posting a group, uh, Facebook, it began in a, not February, it began in a Facebook post in a group called White People vs. Black People, the original. Why are y'all in that group? Who's in that group? Ain't no niggas in there, ain't no doggies i don't know if there are not what i do know is this though facebook won't let me say uh so much shit <laughs> but you been, got a group named this bullshit i've been banned on facebook so much oh my god i need to step my game up then uh where a person claiming to be a black employee of starbucks named chanel rivers described abhorrent behavior towards white customers the hoax listed six things claimed to have been done during the last week spitting in a macchiato defiling strawberry jam with blood cleaning tables with a bathroom rag sprinkling finely ground dog feces on a hot chocolate 
None come of on, that, man. None of that shit is true, and that she's not a real person. <laughs> Stealing from customers and licking bread were among the misconduct claims. The hoax was <laughs> they fell for this anyway. Right, the hoax was posted on a Reddit group of Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> i'm sorry this is so sad it's so sad that they did this to the starbucks but also how fucking stupid are you (laughs) (laughs) oh man the reddit group launched it across social media the incident marks a growing headache for law enforcement accusation of claims of salacious behavior weaponized by social media taken offline to produce real world problems for harm the post explained such targeted false accusations are reminiscent of the pizzagate the debunked conspiracy that suggested that washington uh pizza restaurant comet ping pong um was harboring a child sex ring involving hillary clinton had a fool show up there yeah i knew a crazy person that propagated that shit on my facebook page she used to be a friend of the show and everything went super crazy on my page she's a fucking pedophile i was like okay bitch you crazy you have to go (laughs) you have to go oh man the online fever dream sparked hundreds of death threats against the restaurant owner and culminated in december 4 2016 where edgar welch fired three shots inside the comet ping pong as part of a self-proclaimed mission to rescue children yep and a country as armed as this this shit is dangerous anyway karen zero to a hundred oh a hundred i will give it a hundred as well um man what should we do uh getting close to the end what should we do you want to do white people news do you want to do uh guess the race um or do you want to take out some more trash i'll let you pick mm, chat room what do you think oh no no oh, okay okay, okay it's, it's all on me i'm trying to wait for these niggas okay okay since he ain't got time to wait i'm going to do white people news white people news that means we got to go find a cover song um and we don't get to play guest the race today um keep in mind karen picked this for y'all to to go listen to this cover song i don't want no more trash if it was up to I'm, me i would have just went guest the race but that's I'm, just me i'm mad enough no more trash today mm-hmm. well guest the race is still a category but still <laughs> um all right mm. it's down to relax okay well i'm still gonna do that y'all man <laughs> this is what you picked Read what you saw. Pray God you can walk. Oh no. Oh, 
He do look like energy, don't he? Probably should have should have played a, a, a clarinet or saxophone or something. Would it sound better? Oh shit, that do all. They harmonizing. Yes, harmonizing. I didn't know we were gonna get the harmonizing. hard too y'all that falsetto yes i see why she left (laughs) get it dog come through other dude and color me bad i know right just make it go good to see paula shore still getting work <laughs> that was terrible mm-hmm. i did not know this was gonna be the selection yeah you take you knew it was a risk i did um uh, hey, we should do a little bit of that y'all man let me hurry up uh new york bookstore proudly displays books written by authors from shithole countries what not helping white people not helping at all <laughs> <laughs> oh they tried it didn't they oh they tried to help and they also tried it at the same time you're not doing it right did anybody be like uh you should have just put 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 the name of the locations there like i mean come on educate people i mean don't be authors from haiti and africa blood out to this month spotlight haitian and african authors which is what you would have done any other time you don't have to say uh shithole countries as if eat one the one you're letting donald trump dictate the conversation which is all right it seems like that's so much of what news is now and what like i was like we are hit a new low when i turned on the fucking news and it said shithole not edited right on the bottom of cnn sticker i was uh, one of them shows ticket one of those news that i was like wow this dude has brought us to a new level of low as far as civility when it comes to media coverage because right until this they always kind of edited that stuff on the news like well, we're not gonna be cussing obviously nope shithole right there on all the news um and i know that the world is not has been worse to other people and all the and the da 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 i don't give a fuck fuck trump and everything he stands for and i will give him credit for all the things that are terrible um, yes so you know y'all can fight amongst yourselves uh but yeah that uh shithole thing was a new low to me um just that it was on the news and every fucking anchor was saying it uh don lemon (laughs) had a dude on 
that was being like you know i'm just a cracker and you're you know he thinks you're a nigger and he thinks these chinese people are chinks and he thinks this and i was like mm. well, now we finally have our answer to don lemon's prescient question uh does this word offend you nigger because don lemon looked a little offended to me come on <laughs> now he done let his little fro grow out now all of a sudden he realized he black yeah but um we we don't need your help guys not not this way you know, the writers from shit, isn't it cute? It's like ironic hipster cute racism. Like, <laughs> see, he thinks they're from shithole country. So let's like make a whole display of just the shithole. All right. Cause the, the, the word is offensive. You know, that's why I down them and looked at him because it's offensive. Yeah. And I know they pat themselves on the back and they smile. By the way, they took down the picture. It's no longer available and they turned their page to private. So I guess someone got in their ears and said actually motherfucker i'm just glad he didn't call us niggas i'm just glad he didn't call people niggas because who knows what that book pile would have said then authors from all these niggas <laughs> nigger authors that's what it would have said nigger authors jiggable authors author books from nigger countries <laughs> chucking and jiving authors <laughs> coon reads right here on aisle seven go to coon reads guys got a little tongue in cheek you know the president called them coons moon crooked office <laughs> porch monkey poems over here in the poetry aisle okay get your porch monkey we got langston hughes over here we got nikki giovanni I over know. here it'd have been like these big lip authors no longer the harlem renaissance it is the harlem conaissance guys the renege science is what we like to call it <laughs> over here in our poetry section uh I, i'm so glad y'all can support <laughs> our local bookstore i know fuck this motherfucker man. right oh but yeah one, hey, day, one day he gonna say it on the air i can guarantee you <clears throat> these are the helpful white people by the way right you're not helping you're not helping that's why people Come are on, like, so calling them thugs call, just call them niggers just call them niggers this, these are our allies by the way you go no you're not good allies yeah they're they're these are the people that support us and they fight against trump and they vote for bernie correct <laughs> uh a porn star has paid one hundred and thirty thousand dollars to keep quiet about a relationship with trump that's interesting that would have probably ended most presidencies but that's just uh monday i mean we found out and he's still president so what are we talking about here because mm. if it was quiet how we know trump canceled his trip to london uh to which the mayor of london was like thank god I'm not even joking. He really did come out and was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> they don't, they don't want to deal. Nobody wants to deal with him. As with everything he does. <clears throat> Conservative pundits um, brush aside his shithole country's remark. You know, and, and, as they do. And <clears throat> he might not have come being offended because I don't think he got an invitation to that wedding. I don't think those. Are those invitations out yet? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all that stuff. I don't know. I know they said he petty, they shouldn't so. invite Obama publicly because Trump might want to come. If I was him, <clears throat> I would personally fly over here and put it directly in his hands. Trump said he had a very good relationship with Kim Jong-un. Then later on he said, I didn't say that. I said I would have a very good relationship with him. You don't remember what I don't know what that means. Trump alarms lawmakers with his disparaging words of Haiti and Africa. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. 
immigration agents to send on 7-eleven we talked about that yesterday mm-hmm. republican retirements in congress mount as representative daryl isa stepped down yeah everybody's <clears throat> jumping ship now like everybody is like jumping ship while the getting is good and they actually are profiting like they actually making money and be like i'm out he's the wealthiest member of uh congress he was nearly unseated in 2016 when the democrat douglas applegate came within fewer than 2,000 votes of the incumbent so i guess maybe you saw the writing on the wall or maybe they just got those tax cuts and was like that's all the fuck we wanted anyway bye right so they they couldn't <clears throat> they couldn't ship and running and it's one of the things uh too where they've been talking about like all these open seats and like what's going to happen and who's going to get them and things like that but you don't have a mass exodus like this for no goddamn reason uh ivanka trump tried to hop on oprah's me too message and the me too movement people say uh no thanks come on yeah your dad is a sexual harasser you have done nothing but talk bad about women that have accused him and talk bad about uh sexual harassment in general and um you have tried to ride the guise of white feminism um and being the one that's gonna put him in check and all this shit but you've done none of that and you just profiting off of his name and fame as anyone else right so no 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 thank you no thank you right um so she had tweeted out a new day on is on the horizon calling the speech empowering and inspiring meanwhile she's defending her dad's pussy gate uh shit so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so even though her father has called her a piece of ass himself mm-hmm. but you still support that man and fuck with him and we'll ride that name to to fame and richness so you good um <clears throat> trump said he was a very stable genius on twitter or some shit because people a book came out talking bad about him i cannot care less about that book by the way sorry to care less sorry uh sorry for people that were looking forward to us really delving into that stupid ass Mm -mm, book don't care don't care about that gossip y'all got it white people come fix your shit megan kelly uh said one thing hillary clinton never did in 25 years of public life was inspire anybody megan kelly used to work for fox news and is a racist i don't care nope um and and also that's patently false i what was more important is that nbc is still letting her do that on their airwaves right right i mean this is what we all said was gonna happen and you wonder why that motherfucking ice queen is so unlikable and awkward on tv you still spreading that hateful ass message that you left fox news with because you were rewarded for spreading that shit and then they put you in fucking america's homes and then you wonder why nobody want to watch your awkward ass Mm-mm. you have the charisma of a fucking cherry tree or some shit like right, so he's gonna be interesting i don't know if she got a co-host yet but they're gonna have to give her something because her doing it by herself is terrible ben carson uh the court a court had to force ben carson to give better housing access to low-income families after he refused to do so had to mother mm-hmm. motherfucking force him yep keep that in mind that uh that dude's in charge of hood had to be forced to do it by the way i think someone flashed put the flash on a selfie with this motherfucker because he accidentally he was speaking at a black church and said i don't agree with everything that the president says about race and uh, if it's inflammatory you know mm-hmm. and then people lose the message and that's mm-hmm. wrong and i'm like did someone accidentally turn the flash on for a second because that like you that that was his version of no 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 that was his version of that i saw one tear coming out his eye as he tried to break ranks with the president in front of all them black people yeah. he turned around and left with his gifted hands <laughs> he turned around and 
he turned around and went back to went back to tap dancing come on waving them gifted hands oh man he used to teach kids in school about him <clears throat> yeah and that's why a lot of people are so hurt because a lot of people are like nigga i looked up to you and i'm like oh you were not a good person yep uh all right we don't really have much time for white people news um thanks to him uh i'll try to do something quick uh logan paul got removed from google preferred and other projects had to be put on hold uh because they are coming down on that dude for that uh suicide video thing right what i find the most telling in all this he would have been just fine if he released the video of him in a kimono actively trolling japanese people to their fucking faces and disrespecting them that video would have been fine he makes money doing shit like that and he would have he would have pled ignorance and said i'm just having fun and i didn't know it was disrespectful it's only the suicide thing that got him fucked up mm-hmm. and i bet you he still won't be canceled well that's just how i feel maybe he will be but I feel like I'll, he'll lose his shit for a little bit and we'll come right back. Of course. Like his YouTube thing is big because he makes a lot of money off the shit that they put in them off of. Uh, Hugh Grant looks back on his prostitute scandal and says uh, he survived by saying, I just said I did it. <clears throat> mm, that's a great moment in white privilege as well, I guess. Apparently so. Yeah, I fucked that prostitute. Oh, okay, well, shit. No more questions. Uh, all right we can all move on right all right by the way um not the spoiler alert or anything but and i'm not to, to advise these motherfuckers but y'all do realize that's the ultimate end game to get out of the me too shit by mm-hmm. the way men, men are just very privileged and stupid and powerful so they don't want to look weak so that's the reason they won't do it but women aren't even asking for criminal charges nope literally every man who's been accused could just be like i did do that shit and i learned not to do that shit and i'm not even saying they learned they could just say they did and the vast majority of people would let them off the hook mm-hmm. james franco apology got accepted by uh, a third party a woman um dan Harmon got a, his apology got accepted by the woman that he actually did that shit to um um and and he and everybody applauded him for it like and those just two examples of people that went oh no i did it <clears throat> yeah i'm not gonna try to discredit these people i did it Huma aberdeen and anthony weiner withdraw their divorce um that man he must got just i mean he mm, might, his weiner must be the because <laughs> bitch you take me out there embarrass me over and over again caught with a kid mm-hmm. i mean come the fuck on it sounds like they're gonna try to move it to a private arena to do the divorce um but still that's oh that's right he's in jail and i think that's the problem he's in jail and they were saying that it's it's complicated to actually file for a divorce when the partner's in jail yeah so they're probably gonna try to settle outside of court right but experts say the real reason could be the shield from another potential federal probe um oh so maybe she wouldn't have to testify or something i don't know uh but yeah the the case will be discontinued mm, nigga i love you but honey you you gonna have to go out there and speak by your little lonesome Mm-mm. not you're not yeah. dragging me down with you, you over this shit. you ain't dragging me i'm looking beside you looking crazy right Eric, man 
Oh man, I hope she gets some good honey, that, bionic robot dick at this point. Honey, because honey, because th- th- that'll be the last press conference we have together. The next press conference would be like, I am here to say that I filed a divorce against Roger Morrow from the black guy who tips. Um. Oh man, we don't have time to do this one. All right, we'll just do sore ratchetness and get out of here because we're running out of time. Sorry guys, but Supergirl comes back and the gift that comes back tonight, and we are not playing with you hoes. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what you thought this was. But we ain't like the mother little podcast, okay? They'll be playing them games. <laughs> That's what a human want to do to Anthony. <clears throat> I'm alone, man charged with attempted murder pleaded guilty to assault in franklin county court monday for nearly severing another person's wrist with a sword in a plea agreement reached with the district attorney's office scott j hart 29 admitted his hack his hacked russell hohole wait that he hacked russell hohole in the lower arm of and back police described the weapon as a 36 inch double bladed medieval style sword following his guilty plea hart was immediately sentenced as a second felony offender to 10 years in prison um when they had the opportunity to speak he said nothing about the attack on the victim he asked the judge to waive any court fees or monetary penalties to be imposed until he is out of prison i'll do 10 by myself and i will not have anyone uh he said adding that any money he might earn behind bars would pay for his shampoo and other personal items he might need or want richards told him that he'd have to file an formal promotion and paperwork at the da's office for a deferment and a decision will be made after that the judge gave him a second opportunity to speak before pronouncing the sentence he was led in and out of court in ankle chains handcuffs and weight in the waist and dressed in a two-piece orange outfit and orange shoes Mm-mm-mm. yeah he said he attacked the dude at 1 a.m in the street after he got into an argument he said i just kind of snapped and chased the dude in the street slashing and swinging a weapon on him until the victim was cornered near a parked car Mm-mm-mm all right guys we'll be back uh tomorrow thank you so much for listening happy happy mlk day until then i love you i love you too